Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast, episode 226, I am B. I'm Chick. And we have a special guest, Mr. Tom Crescenzo. Yo, what's up? It's good to be here, guys. What's up, Tom? Thank you for having Thanks me. Thanks for finally coming on. Yeah, man, it's been a while since you first told me you wanted to have me on, which was what? definitely in like 2019 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say, you're one of the few comics who I've recognized from the beginning. Yeah. He's been I do. I've, like, I've, I've known, like, I haven't seen a, you do stand-up a ton, maybe, a, you know, a couple times, but I know, like, I see you and I know, okay, mm-hmm. I know, like, he's a comic. I've been and around. I've known you since the beginning of him doing it. Look at Shecky. He <laughs> saw you and he, s- he said, well, that's I a don't comic. remember a lot of faces. No, no, but I'm saying, but you were always around. I remember that. No, that means no, a lot. Sure. If yeah, you remembered yeah. something, that means a lot. I mean, the fact that anybody remembers me <laughs> is mind-blowing, so thank you. I, I literally, w- we talked, what, a few weeks ago, and... I thought we had you on. That's how dumb I am, I by know, the way. It's, it's I'm making funny, fun of Chick. I thought we had this idiot on, like, early on. <laughs> it's but. true, though, because, like, you had to- we had talked about it and, like, communicated, and I was like, I'll definitely come on, and I'll definitely have you on my show, Podcast Orange, which has completely fallen off. I don't Is know when gone? Jack... I don't know. It'll come back. Jack and I just have to stop being fucking lazy assholes. We live together. Jack Adam? No, my no, uh, right. Jack Simmons. Um, okay. Yeah. But he, um, you might recognize him. Maybe you've seen him once or twice. He kind of sounds like this. Sorry, Jack. I love you, Jack. I love you. But, um, yeah, no, it's uh, so, you know, I, we were talking about, like, yeah, I'll have you on and you'll have me on. You know, it was when we were going to do when we did the roast battle. That's mm-hmm. when we were going to do it. And yeah. That's, and then after that, did you guys all, roast each other? Yeah. Yeah. He, did, he slaughtered also, me. Your name you, always comes up. A lot. That's when we were gonna have. That's when we were gonna both okay. do each other's podcast. Yes, yeah. And then I don't. know. You know what happens is once you try and do it, if let's say the one week that you plan on doing it, it doesn't happen, yeah. then it's like, if, then it's like months later. Well, yeah, because you know what happens is like you hit each other up and you're like, let's make this happen. It's like mm-hmm. totally, and then like the week starts and everything just kind of piles on randomly yep. and you forget things and you're like, oh fuck, and then before you know it. Like, we wanted to do it before the roast battle to, like, yeah. promote the roast that battle. That was the plan. Yeah, and then and before we do it. for whatever reason, know? something, something, our wires got crossed there, and yeah. we, we couldn't get it on. You crossed the streams? Couldn't get it on. Streams. Sounds but like me in bed. Did us, who won the battle? I don't remember. Oh, he now. fucking slaughtered I won, me. But and the funny thing is, I, I remember people telling me they, they, like, had me winning, and I was like, you know, I was like, I appreciate that, who but I knew you. Who are those pieces of garbage? <laughs> I think James told me. Raniolo. <laughs> no, you're right. James, so, yeah, James he, Raniolo was, they, James and Pat go to Rose Battles and they bet. They bet, yeah. I, he, they, he came yeah. up, he comes up to me, he's like, Tommy, you lost me five bucks. So I'm like, sorry, bro. <laughs> did they go with the actual, like, who gets picked to win or do they decide who wins? Um, how did that one? That pick? one was, that was definitely like a crowd decision. Uh, but remember, it had the double host. We had Miles Toe hosting and Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Reese. Oh, okay. and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like. The crowd clearly picked you because you were the obvious winner. Like, I remember going into that thing and I had some stuff, but then you just hit me with that, like, Tom looks like Wolverine if his superpower was, like, rape or something. And I, was, <laughs> I was just like, oh, it was, it was, <laughs> I'm about it, to get it, murdered up here. It was sexual assault. If his superpower was right, sexual yeah, assault. that was it. That yeah. actually is very good. I guess yeah, yeah. a good one. <laughs> Especially because of how hairy my arms are. Like, it's just, yes. these are too Well, weird. you know, you, you have a lot of, of obvious things to go. <laughs> like, that, you don't. 
I feel I like do. he probably <laughs> took it easy on you. Oh my god, yo, I didn't I just totally you're not the first You're not the first one. Just don't just leave it there. I wish people would come to me when they're roasting you. Uh just I for think like Tom maybe the only some one insights. I ever, Tom's the only one I ever did. Oh, really? I thought you've done more. You hate I doing was, them, though. That's I why. was going to... Me and Bergen were going to do it, and then he That canceled. would be amazing. He, he canceled. I didn't want to do it either, and yeah, I got... I feel you. Do I you mean, enjoy doing the roast? Though? I do. I mean, I try to do them as often as I can, and I'm not really scared of losing anymore. When I first started doing them, I was, because of course you are, you know? And it's yeah, still competitive. Like, I do yeah. want to win, but I'm more concerned about the show being good. Like, if I... When, if I lose and I'm still funny, well, that's it's what, not yeah. that big of a problem. If I lose and bomb, that's a different <laughs> that's, that's fucking yeah. horrible. And you don't want to like, get like be rabbited where you have you oh, know you, you don't yeah. say Do nothing. Do you remember any of the jokes you have for me? I remember. I'm, I'm trying, trying to think of like what I had for you. I remember we one we of them. Should have gotten this before. I think I have. Them. I, I have. I kind of wish we would. I, I, I definitely still have them. I, I keep all my shit digitally. Like I don't do like paper Find it, notes. We so. could. I. I'm sure. I. I would love it. Let me just see. I just feel like. People should reach out to you. And not, and not because like I'm funny, but I just feel like I could be like you I could tell them what to hit you with and they could just they could do the funny part of it cuz I I'm not fun. I feel like in a roast battle I would just be mean. You would be mean. I mean, yeah. it's tough to like balance like the level of meanness with the level <laughs> of just comedic writing that it goes exactly. into because you want to just be as harsh as possible but you forget like the joke also has to be good and it clever, be, right? Yeah, yeah it's it like has to be clever almost like Wordplay is important. That's why it's so, it's such like a, to do it again, I feel like a lot goes into it. And I thought I was going to lose to you. Like, you just never think you're going to, I, I yeah, never right. have any confidence in myself. I just know yeah, from yeah, me, whenever we, about losing, I do. whenever we talk to any comics about mm. roasts, they all hate it. At least like the Long Island guy. I'm talking about us. I don't I, know about professionals. One joke I had for you that was definitely good. Sorry, I, 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 oh, I, I, go for it. Yeah. Shoot. One joke I had for you that was definitely pretty good that I think got a laugh is Brendan Ryan is the only guy who got banned from Tinder because his head looks like a dick pic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have one here. Uh, This is this is this fits because of the shirt you're wearing. Oh, perfect. Tom wears a lot of metal shirts with the names of his favorite bands on them. But to the rest of us, they look like words that describe his personality like tool. <laughs> Puddle of bong water and lobotomized rock. <laughs> I remember that one. He also wears metal shirts that his parents wish was his personality, like aborted fetus. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember. I remember that one specifically because the tool line is just—it's <laughs> accurate for any tool fan yeah. too. Like anybody who actually likes that Wait, band, I, like you're a tool fan, though. I love tool. Yeah, yeah but right. here's the truth: like their fan base is one of the the most insufferable fan bases. Are in they? Music. What now, makes why? them insufferable? Well, yeah, what makes them insufferable? They just are delusional to the point where they. They consider this to be like the greatest band of all time, like truly better than like the Beatles and like any band that you would put in that top 10 list. Like Tool is past that. That's like Yankee fans to me. Right. Yeah. Because to me, Yankee fans are one of the most insufferable group of uh, fan base because of how arrogant they are and how condescending they are to other fan bases. I mean, I hate to say that because like my girlfriend's family are Yankees fans. He's a Yankee fan. I'm surrounded by them. I get it. And I always say I have more issues with the fans. Like I don't hate the team they don't have anything to do with the mets right I, I i grew up loving don mattingly i went to games my whole hatred for them comes from the fan base yeah it's true yeah i i can't disagree with that i mean you can't they are they're a condescending and like arrogant fan base and mm-hmm. i get it if i was 
27 champ, I would be the same way. So mm. I get it. Right. But it's annoying. Well, and, they lost. And that's the way Tool fans are. Like, they just think Tool. this band, all because they use weird time signatures and shit, they think they're, like, the greatest band that's ever. Now, what like, does that even crazy. mean? Can like, basically, like, in music, you know you how you have, like, you know, everything is about the, the beat the and timing. Yeah, yeah, so there's time signatures represent, like, w- when you're counting specific yeah. notes and where. So 4-4 four, four is, like, your standard, like, pretty much basic like one right. two three four one two three ah. and then there's other kinds of tool write songs they in do like, it different yeah they'll write songs at like seven thirteen like five uh, i don't i, I might don't be making that up but like songs you might yes like, you, you would you if you heard you would know the song um you might know the song schism because i believe it was on an, an, an uh either a guitar hero or a rock band they have okay, the lead singers bald with the goatee yeah just not, the goatee not goatee he doesn't actually have any he used to just have oh have like a that you're thinking of anthrax Maybe. That's yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. Scotty, and that's the guitar Scotty, yeah. Scotty, and he's that's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, all right. <laughs> no, no, they're they're from. His name is Maynard. He goes on um, Joe Rogan sometimes and talks oh, about how man. he used to do like mushrooms and acid, and then <laughs> you know. But he's like he, he, you know, the weird thing about Tools, they're such a successful band, but all of them are more focused on other things. Yeah, than Tool. Okay. Like Maynard's main, the front man, his main thing is that he owns a winery. That like, guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's who it is, and like that's really his well, main. I feel like goal. Like is the winery. <laughs> it's hard to make music good for an extended period. So a lot of these guys probably do it, yeah. get money, and I mean if you're smart and then invest in something else. Also, right. if you're if you're talented at music, if you're so good at this where you could focus on that, chances are you're gonna you could you find could something, something else, else and you could become pretty good at That's that. That's actually yeah. pretty funny because most people I know who are very musically gifted are usually like they're good at other things. Like yeah. they're not just a one trick pony. Yeah. They they have other skill sets. Not too, any dummy could just do yeah, you know. like it's not a it's, yeah, it's not mm. like, oh, this kid's retarded, but he could play the guitar like a genius. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean there are there are some I mean <laughs> most of the people I know are very yeah. smart are very smart. For sure. I mean, because to be successful in music, not just good at playing your instrument, but to be successful in music requires an understanding of business and economics and also just like how to market yourself. You know, there's way more to it. And music itself is complicated. A lot of math goes into it. You know, you don't realize that when you think you're just well, like, I'm just going to be in a uh, band. Yeah, it's all it's the like, counting. You know, like the bars yeah. and rap. It's just yeah. all, it's all mm-hmm. fun. Like, now, did you, do you play instrument? I play guitar, yeah. I've do you play instrument? <laughs> <laughs> do you play instrument? Mayonnaise is not an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you said, wait, guitar? Yeah, guitar. Yeah. Nice. I've been playing since I was like 10. Were you in a band? I tried to be in high school. We just couldn't get it off the ground. We were just too busy getting stoned. And <laughs> like, That's you know. what I like. Yeah. Yeah. We were we were gonna be like a brutal death metal band. You know, Chick that was likes <laughs> failure. <laughs> I, I like when pot two in high school. So I like I'm when your dreams one. amount to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love how now did you probably t- found something that Chick could relate to. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you though? What what is like your go to music? Is it all metal? Is it I mean, it definitely used to be metal was my go-to. I mean, for the longest time. I mean, in high school, it was, like, the only thing I was listening to. And I was very, like, walled off and ignorant about why like, other Why do people genres. in metal only listen to metal? Like, yeah. I feel like Here's other why. people who listen to other music venture out into other genres. People who like metal, you never hear them listening to, like, Otis Redding or any other Here's the thing, though. I do now. Now I've ventured out. Because, like, metalheads, what happens is you everyone goes through that phase because the reason you start listening to metal 
is nine times out of ten because you're getting bullied and picked on and shit. Like, I'm not even going to lie. So, yeah, you just want to scream and say, I fucking hate everybody and then find music that sounds like it's saying the same thing. And you do. And then you start to think like, oh, yeah, all the shit that the popular kids listen to, like rap and like pop up. That's all garbage because they like it. And metal is the only good shit because that's where all the fucking cool people are. (laughs) The real talented artists. I really go into this on Brendan Ryan's podcast. Not Brendan. This is your podcast. Um, Chick doesn't know. I have another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You you had one that I didn't know. You just broke the news to him. It's called the the actual adult show. Adults only with yeah, Brendan Ryan. Adults adults only. Only. Yeah. I left the kid at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I meant to say Brandon Lacaruba. Yeah, on Guilty Pleasure Personals, one of the first episodes we did, I talked about death metal and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, it definitely was, you know, kind of like constraining because, you know, it kind of like makes you rejective of other things. But once you go to college and start, then you become a stoner. Eventually, you listen to other stuff. That's you know, that's really happen. that's really what it was for me with weed. Like just smoking with people. Like inevitably, people are gonna put other music on. And why <laughs> you get? Because you don't want to listen to metal. And I'm right. sorry. Yeah, I of course. To yeah. Some, I used to listen. I got into a phase where I was listening to like alternative, and then I got into that emo 2000s like that like Lincoln Park and shit. Yeah, but not even. I'm talking about like Taking Back Sunday, oh. Chemical Romance, right? Like yeah. all that, all the emo music. Yeah. yeah. And then it slowly got into how some of them scream. I got into Kill Switch Engage. Now I good band, good Kill band. Switch Engage good is band, my yeah. favorite. Yeah, you're band. a big Kill Switch Engage guy. Love them. They are good. And band. it's funny because how I got into them is because I listen to others and like you come into like bands like Under Oath and Protest mm. the Hero who like. They scream. They're still kind of emo, but there's like a little bit of it. And you're like, ah, this isn't that bad. And then you find a band like my buddy's like, you got to watch this video. So he gave me uh, on uh, End of Heartache, their CD. Um, It was like a how they made the album like on tour. It was like a fucking DV, a VHS about it or whatever it was. And I fucking watched it and fell in love with the fucking CD. And I became a huge fan. And now I've been they're probably one of the bands I've seen the most. And yes. out of when it comes to bands, that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a big guy with that. But that's like you, the most screaming I'll get. Yeah. I've seen them live a handful of times. I didn't know that. Yeah, Jones Beach, Central Park, and uh, Paramount. Oh, okay. And I think yeah, somewhere else. Paramount, I was just there. I Paramount was, is one of my favorite venues. Pretty good venue. It, it is a really good venue. good venue. I'll say this, though. Paramount, if anybody who works there ever watches this, Fucking eleven dollars for a beer is too much fucking money. Oh, like eleven dollars a beer. Think eleven is too bad these days. It's pretty. Come bad. on, at a show, a concert. Eleven, but and also like I, five to between like five up. and ten dollars for water. It adds up to what every everybody I mean, else I is guess, doing. I, mean, I know it's it's ridiculous. It's nervy when they at I'm the Paramount has like the most expense, usually more expensive things. Like bands that I've paid like. Twenty bucks to see, or twenty paying eleven bucks yeah. for the on alcohol is crazy. That, 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 like yeah. I'll pay the twenty five to thirty dollars at like Amityville Music Hall to see a band. Same band plays at the Paramount. It's like forty five. He's a hundred percent right. And then the beer is eleven dollars. I just like, feel like this. Like it makes me not like, even want to. You're tip, literally you know? spending like, triple on drinks, or you don't even want to drink at the show because it's like what the fuck, right? Yeah, like, um, it's so much. I dude, I I I get it. I'm just saying, I feel like it's. That's most places now. I, I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, you're right. It some is. places, yeah. But like I said, unless, I, I unless it's you know. like a bar show, I I don't know what. 
Well, yeah, it does depend on the venue, but I've gone to places in, like, Brooklyn that are, like, definitely bigger venues than the Paramount, yeah, where the beer is not expensive. $11. Yo, Paramount each. is crazy. Like, it's weird, you I haven't know? been there in a while. It is it is weird. I mean, I think, I, and everything. Huntington Village? I don't know. It's just, I, I do like that. Yeah. I do like Dude, that. Dude, it's one of no, my favorite great. places. I lo- it's a great as a place venue, As a venue, they're awesome. I have nothing yeah. against I've seen many great shows there. I just saw, um, it wasn't Sepultura, but do you know that band, Sepultura? I've heard of them. I've never. So I'm not really... You know, I, I don't know a ton. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I don't know a ton. I, I'm very scratched. Like you would the surface. know like Metallica and Pantera. Yes, but you're not gonna yeah. know any like. And like, I will like yeah. select songs, mm-hmm. but I'm like, when it comes to the only band that I could sit here and really talk about would be Killswitch Engage. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I mean, Killswitch are a fun band. I never had the chance. I also, to see them, uh, from Autumn to Ashes, I was a big fan of. You mean you consider them metal? From Autumn to I Ashes. Really. That's They're what I'm saying. That's Francis Marks. Yeah, that was a guy Farmingdale. Yeah, no, I mean. The thing about what defines as metal these days is tough because young kids will call it anything metal, you know, well, like anything, anything that's, that's screaming hard, yeah, or hard. Screaming is they'll call it metal. Yeah. And, you know, even the bands that know they're not metal, know they didn't get started metal, start marking away themselves with as it. metal. You know, yeah. they'll call themselves metal. And it's like, yeah. like most of them are hardcore bands. Like the main offender would be like hardcore bands. Like, because hardcore and metal are very different. Like they're both heavy, but hardcore is more about like, it's more it, about attitude. It's very much like punk, you know. It's, it's almost it's emo screaming. Kind of, it's yeah. Kind of the it's same. Like heavier, angrier, like furious emo where you can fucking kill each exactly. other. Exactly. It's like <laughs> modern, that's but that's modern hardcore. So, like, when yeah. you listen to like Taking Back Sunday and stuff, you're yeah. listening to uh, I broke up with my girlfriend. I'm miserable. Like, it's all emo. Like, like yeah. And hardcore didn't used and, to be like that. But and that's hardcore what it is now. to me is like the Underoaths and you know all those bands that are screaming like that were. Emo with like screaming and a little more anger, like a little more angry. Well, yeah, because that's what happened. It's basically like real hardcore comes from punk. So like bands like you know the Cro-Mags <laughs> and like fucking mm-hmm. you know um like Billy Club Sandwich bands that people probably wouldn't have even heard Billy of. Billy Club and, Sandwich. Yeah, that's a real band. That's they're a do- they're fire. Name. Fire band. That is a good name. They, Billy that's Club's a that's name. like a beatdown band. You know, so all these bands kind of came from like you know minor threat and like old school, like really you know just super crazy punk bands that eventually formed the hardcore genre. But then in the 2000s, when emo kind of took over, emo did take a lot of influence from hardcore, but then changed it. Yeah, and what happened is the bands that got heavier in the emo genre became defined as hardcore now. Okay. You know what I mean? Basically, I like so it's like, like it's things like deathcore, same title, different concept, kind of yeah, just like <laughs> same, same, almost like more like same attitude, just like angrier and heavier, and like you know more, more threatening shows. Like you go to, there's like certain bands that, like one band that is probably some would consider an emo band, but I would consider more of like a hardcore or like a deathcore oh. band is like Suicide Silence. Okay. Like some I people know, might look what at that as... at a show like Suicide Silence over there? They're not... Do, do people, they're like people do, just, you know, it's like people just beat, beat the shit out of each other in the pit. corn yeah. though? Like what was corn? Corn was... What's, okay, corn is... This is an interesting whole thing. That's you know, part that, of that a, era, that, that era. That era is called new metal, but the new is spelled N-U. <laughs> yeah, I'm not fucking around. New metal. So basically what happened in the 90s is bands like Rage Against the Machine. That's what I was going to say. Kind of like a, like a rap. Yeah, they started like mixing. A... Bands started mixing hard, like rap and rock, like rap yeah, and yeah. metal were getting mixed by bands like Rage Against the Machine, bands like the Beastie Boys, uh-huh. bands like even even Red Hot Chili Peppers, you could argue, would like mix rap and rock. Yeah. And then like, but, and then what because happened it is. Because it was. They yeah. weren't really singing. It was almost. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, Anthony Kiedis had that whole like. T- 
thing where you know that flowing thing he does where it's basically rapping but that led to bands like Corn and Limp Bizkit yeah. and then Mudvayne and, you oh, know, shit like that. And that right. whole genre basically took over, like, the 90s, like, music world. And like, this is right like, after the 80s, which was, like, what, mm, like, Def Leppard like, and Metallica? Is that metal, though? It that, is, yeah. That's metal. Oh, yeah. That's, like, pure... Metal goes back to Black Sabbath. Okay. So All anything right. Black Sabbath and heavier, in my opinion, you could consider metal. Some people might argue differently, but I say anything Black Sabbath and, and heavier is metal. Okay. So, like, you could consider Metallica metal. You could consider Motley Crue metal, even though they dress like fucking women. And, you know, well, that's an 80s thing. Yeah. That was they were stuck in the trailer. 80s in yeah. the 90s. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, that in the 80s, it was all like hair bands were like the main thing from the late 70s to the 80s. And then thrash bands like Metallica and Megadeth and Slayer took over because people were like, fuck that. Literally, basically, just fuck that gay ass shit. Like, yeah. I don't want to dress oh, like I a woman. It. That's <laughs> what it is. Would, That's literally what happened. Hair yeah. and makeup and, and all that shit. Bands like Metallica were a response to that because the whole scene. You would go to like a, a bar in like San Francisco, let's just say, where that music was really popular. Everyone, like guys, are dressed like chicks. chicks oh yeah, dressed, like dudes yeah. everywhere. And there's just no like if you were if you look like you, you'd be like the only one dressed like that. Would, I, I, like, I wouldn't do you well. You would stick that out. Shoot. You wouldn't. <laughs> go you would I, don't get know. I think you'd you get bullied. Lace, me, <laughs> me and Chick couldn't. Do you that. grow your hair. You grow like your what? side hair out. Get How a perm. Old are you, if you don't mind me asking. I'm 26. Oh, so he's significantly younger than us. Yeah. Not significantly, but you're a decade well, I'm younger than us. 31. But anyway, uh, <laughs> are you the kind of guy that like gets in the middle of uh, the of, pit of the pit? Oh yeah, I, I know it. Yeah, I'm a can pit I monster. say that I can tell it just by his size? Yeah. Like, he's a pit guy. He only works out just to just so he can defend himself in him. So my goal is when I used to go to Kill Switch because. See, you don't go to the no, pit, right? I grew up, I was past my prime when I started listening to it. So, like, I wasn't a high school kid with yeah, no yeah. care in the world, like, fuck it, let's rage. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like this music. I'm not doing that, but I want to get close. <laughs> so I was always right outside the pit. Never would I ever That's get That's a tough a spot pit. to stand if you want. The thing about standing outside like the, the pit. I sitting. I'm a sit, like, because right, yeah. of that. I don't, yeah. not, You Rap like shows, watch. I want to be on the floor. Yeah. Metal mm-hmm. shows, like, no, I don't want to be near... I don't want to get punched accidentally, like because you sure. can't get mad, but you can't. But you are. Mad. It does depend on the show. Some shows it's not necessarily to, like it depends well, yeah. on the type of metal. Like Kill for example, crazy pits. Yeah. I mean, what they're do a little you do? bit. You get inside, not, like what? Yeah, it depends you, on the. Like I said, it depends on the band. So like a band like Suffocation, for example, that's like Long Island. That's the shirt that he's wearing yeah, now. Suffocation. <laughs> that's, the, that's the name of his band. Yeah. Are you a horror movie guy? Oh, I love horror. Of course, that's what I love. Oh, guys, because I love horror. I just saw that movie Smile. Which is was good? I heard. Did you see Terrifier One? No, no, no. The other, the only other horror movie I've seen in recent years was Barbarian, which Barbarian was a, just came out. Though. Yeah, that was directed by the guy from Whitest Kids. It's supposed you know. to be amazing. Ian, it's okay. Downtown yeah. Brown it's is good. trying to get me to see that, and I want to see Terrifier Two before I see it, and I because Terrifier is my shit. Terrifier is your Terrifier is cool. I haven't seen the original. I haven't seen it in mad long. Okay, fair enough. But there. you know Art the Clown. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> oh my God. Terrifier is. The sh- it could, as far as slasher horrors and new ones go, top, that's the guy. Would you consider it top notch? Yes, <laughs> I would. I would consider it above top notch. <laughs> All right. Right. A good, a buddy of mine who I consider. Only one person will get that. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so with somebody on um, 
one of my good friends is a, is a huge horror guy. He's like my go-to whenever I'm like, I need a horror, I go to him. And he's got good taste. So I ask him. I need a horror. Right. Look it's at your like, bank account. Whenever I need a horror. <laughs> no, just like a movie to watch. He's like, he's got all the old school, the independent ones, yeah, ones that yeah. nobody knows about. And he goes, Terrifier 2 Murders make Michael Myers, every death in Michael Myers, look like it's fucking kid play. Ooh. Yeah. And Bold. I started, I, I glanced at some reviews, which I normally don't like, and apparently they're giving barf bags to people going into <laughs> Terrify. I swear on my life, Google it. Are no, they it's really? one of because people are walking movies, out of the yeah. theater, passing out, and throwing mm. up because they said it's so gruesome. You ever heard of um, the movie Dead Alive? Yes. Similar thing. Basically, the goriest movie ever made, directed by none other than Peter Jackson. Really? Yeah, really? in like the 90s. So it's a zombie movie. <laughs> It's set in New Zealand, where I guess he's from, and yeah. it's just like a fucking shit show. There's so yeah. much blood and body yeah. parts. Do you need and a and barf bag too? That the same thing is that story. Like people were given barf Do bags just to really go into the theater. Throw up from watching something. Well, like because that. something yes. like this is like it, now. If it you looks take boring, somebody who doesn't know what to expect, yeah, they could it could turn your <laughs> something like this was film. like no, but like if you tell them it's just a horror and they yeah. don't know that it's. A slasher that's like known for its gore, especially if you don't like blood. Some people yeah. really don't like blood. Like my, and like my, a good friend of mine, Steve, probably would throw up because he gets nauseous with blood. Yeah. There's yeah. a scene in the first Terrifier where they hang this lady up from the ceiling with her legs spread out. So her legs are up, heads down at the floor. Uh -huh. Legs are spread open. He takes like an, a saw that you got in like shop class. You know those bullshit little saws you made there. Yeah. And he cuts her in half. And they show the whole mm, thing. That's so hot. And it's not like it's quick. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's that's Art the Clown. That's terrifying. That's Art the Clown? Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh, God. He cuts her in half. And it's it's one of... How uh, long does that scene take? Five minutes. It's not like... That's what I'm saying. It's not quick. <laughs> they yeah. go through everything. They, they oh see her God. like cut. I'll show you a glimpse of it after this. I don't need to see it. There's one it. part mm -hmm. where all her intestines, because he hits the stomach, uh -huh. then they all just plop to the ground. Like there's some movies that just go crazy with it. So yeah. if you yeah. don't, if you're not expecting it, yeah, you could get your stomach. Turned. And some people are more like scared of blood than you'd imagine. I had a t I had a teacher in high school, in tenth grade, my chemistry teacher, who was like so afraid of blood to the point that when we had to watch the safety video. Uh -huh. Where they they get to the scene where they show like here's what happens and you <laughs> mishandle a test tube and they show you cutting yourself like, <laughs> the fake blood in the glass shooting he, up. My teacher had to look away. He was literally like, oh. really? Yeah, and I'm like, we're all like 14 years old sitting there like, is this, this guy's a fucking pussy? <laughs> yeah. it's like, Dude, I know people, people get who get that I bad with blood, it. but I, I'm people. afraid. I'm afraid to like when I get donate blood, blood so. taken from me, I can See, watch the, the needle in and the I blood have coming to watch out. The needle See, in. but some people can't. Like but I get nauseous think, from it. I've told you this. I also think if I lose too much blood, I'm going to pass out. It's yeah, but that's fears. more of an anxiety thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the yeah. same thing. People get anxiety with, like, horror shit. Yeah. I mean, it is mm -hmm. what it, it is. It seems it's along the same line. And some people are scared of different kinds of horror. Like, bloody, gory movies I watch more for fun. I don't really consider them scary. It depends yeah, on the movie. Because, yeah, to me, you know, like, like, they're not really slashes scary. aren't really scary. Yeah. Some of the paranormal stuff to me is probably most, like it depends on what really gets you going. Like that's why yeah. I love the genre. I think a movie with a really creepy concept can be scary. Like the movie It Follows is, I think, a great concept. Which okay, is, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Basically, it's about like this. It's hard to explain without spoiling it too much, but it's about like this entity that kind of just like you're the only one who could see it. Yeah, and it just it, it shapes like any person you may or may not know. 
that just five came out. That that just that is that with like, uh, what's her face? Is the main chick in that? Um, uh, I don't even know. I who forget. Acted I, in it. Yeah, uh, I know. I know what yeah. movie you're talking about. But like, it, it was really good, you know. And that's creepy because, like, just imagine like a thing just following you, like no, at I slow pace, like, want. and they never stop following. Like, to me, that's what really gets me. Like a really creepy concept that's creative can be. It's like ah, mm. that gets under my skin. Yeah, like the jump you know? scares don't do it for me yeah, as no. much. That like they'll make make you jump real quick, but they don't get me like. That was a problem. Like that though, that like sticks with me after I watch the movie. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, Six Sense to me was probably scarier than say like. Six Sense is good. Six Sense, yeah, maybe not scary, but Six Sense is like that creepy I thing. Like that, yeah. Is is worse? Or uh, I'm trying to think. Scream, like the phone call. That shit to me is like better. Scream I don't know what, is more. It's funny with Scream because Scream is. Scary, it's supposed to be a parody, actually. It is. It really is supposed yeah. to be making fun of slasher movies because he, the same guy who directed Scream, directed Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it was Wes Craven. And yeah, Wes Craven. Yeah. So at that time, like the slasher genre had become ridiculous, and like it was just a spoof of itself at this point. Like all the Halloween movies mm-hmm. were garbage, garbage. The new Nightmare movies were garbage. So he said to himself, "I'm gonna put out a movie that just puts an end to this shit." And it so, was good. Yeah. That, series, I, that was a really good... And ironically, it was so popular, it brought it back. Yeah. Like, it literally brought slashers back. And now back. they're taking yeah. all these slashers, too, and now it's just special effects and gore. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's not much of a plot. Mm. Terrifier, there's no plot to I want to have a little bit of a plot. That's what I'm... Okay, so, like, in the 80s, you had... Barbarian. Has you had, like, movies plot. like yeah. Fright Night and... Uh, you know, even like Sleepaway Camp, which is going to be a pick for me today, and oh. <laughs> some '80s horrors that are just like they have plots to them, and mm-hmm. you know they hit you with a, like whatever. The new ones are just straight like Terrifier, the first one. These girls are waiting for a ride home. They have they and get, then they just gut, and then the guy winds up gutting them. The girl goes into yeah. a building. See, some of them are almost like torture porn movies. Like yeah, that's all, and it's just how gore and, like, and how bloody can the murder? Even like be. the Saw movies. Like the first Saw movie is pretty great. I love the first one, and the second one is good too. After that, it just gets to the point where it's like, Redundant. I don't really care. Like, oh, you're just yeah. ripping people apart. Who gives a yeah. shit? Like, you know, and it gets old. So, you know, it's nice that there are movies that are self-aware. Like, Cabin in the Woods is a really great, yes. like, parody horror movie that I think really captures, like, how yeah, horror that. becomes this. That's the one where it's basically a spoof where, like, these kids just go out to a cabin in the woods and, like, it just kind of, ex- they just experience, like, basically all the generic tropes of horror movies. I, I, it's really hard to explain why, without spoiling the plot. Why is it that like, horror films have so much parody movies? You know what it is? Because the r- mainstream academy never respected horror as a genre. And yeah. for the most part, horror movies were just things that these like low rate film makers made. They don't respect. They don't get awards for anything. Right, yeah. and cutting her through. That, the exactly. Middle. They don't respect like wow. pe- getting somebody's skin peeled off yeah. or watching entrails. But they'll never give somebody <laughs> credit for being good in this, like in a horror yeah, movie. Yeah. Like, Some of them do. That's... The Exorcist got credit. But that's a ra- you know that was yeah. but that was also before its time. Yeah, the it was, Exorcist it was, was yeah. like insane. Yeah, but like. They just, it's looked at as, like, people who look at the cult classics. Like, that's mm-hmm. just a, it's like a niche group yeah, of people yeah. that like them. Yeah. Also, it's just like, you know, they like I said, you know, in the, for historically, like, a lot of times horror movies are just made by, like, low-rate, low-budget directors yeah, no who don't money. have a lot of money. And they yeah. just, this is what they're into, you know. It's like, it, it's fun to make the movies. And also, it's, it's shocking enough to just get people to see it, you know. Yeah, like, right, right, you right. just want to shock people. Like, there's a whole... Sh- genre called like exploitation films from like the 70s mm-hmm. and 80s which are just plotless substanceless basically gore porn movies of just people getting like killed <laughs> that's with this stabbed, so like, yeah. that was getting to uh, in search of darkness it's uh a four it's two there's two documentaries the third one's coming out 
it's four and a half hour each documentaries about 80s horrors. And four and a half hours. Four each. and a half hours. And there's a cult fan base. That's the thing. The so fans like, I suggest anybody who's into horrors, who's like, oh, I want to watch, and, and there's movies that you've never heard of that they talk about. And what they do is they discuss a new movie for like five minutes. It's not long. And they just hit all these movies. Because the 80s was like the golden age of horror. That's and definitely. it's the same act. Four hours definitely. worth of... There's nine. There's two parts there's of it. There's such a huge cult following. Yeah. Like, there you could have, be a so, Comic-Con for just horror. Yeah, I took a pen, a pen and pad out, and I wrote down all these names of these movies. And I've just been like, knocking You've been them off. you studying it. No, I just... Because I like these. Like, yeah. I, I've liked them. And there's a lot that I've never heard of. Some I've mm-hmm. seen. Some I haven't seen in so long. And, like, once you get past that the special effects of the 80s were what they were, and when you watch the background about how some of them were made on, like, no budget, like he was saying, yeah, it's fucking, like, what they did was crazy. I wonder what they had to say about how the thing was made. There's a whole, yeah, it's the probably crazy. On it. Probably fucking crazy yeah. how much went into that movie. And the special effects in that movie are insane. It's the same people who work on all these movies. Yeah. It's, like, the same directors or this guy's mm-hmm. friend and, yeah. you know, it's... It was a scene. It's like yeah, it's, it's like it's what like we're seeing. Right, right. It was a scene of people who knew each other and like respected yeah. each other's work and critiqued each other and they you know helped each other out. And the fact is, you see a lot of the same faces in horror. Like you know, Bruce Campbell is a big yeah, face. Yeah, they're in all the same. Like, <laughs> what's your face? Robert England for Freddy. Robert Krueger, England. You know? His first movie that Freddy he directed, Krueger. they talked about in that. Mm. Oh, his first. I forget the name. What of else was Robert England? He was in a bunch of. He was Freddy Krueger, but he directed some horrors. He started directing he, okay. them too. Yeah. Um. It's probably one of those things. It's like it's such a niche thing. Like yeah, once you're in it, cult fan base, man. You know, like once you go to that, you can't get out. Once you're in it, like the Scream Queen, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. You know how many horrors she was in? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even realize how many she was in until I started. Now I'm like, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. She really was in a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She -hmm. was in so many. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, the history. Like, and then you think of like people who were like. People were really behind the scenes would act like someone like Tom Tom Savini was a special. He was effects a special guy effects guy in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, he's in Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. dead. That's what it got his yeah. whole f- finding from. I feel yeah. like I'm a guest on a horror podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, in light of Halloween, Tom Tom. we were gonna yeah, do this. We didn't even mention it. that it's Halloween coming up, and that's kind of why I want to get into this dude. stuff. Honestly, it's the season for it. Oh it my is. God, yeah. That's kind of why October to me is my horror month, and I I just watch them all month long. Yeah, yeah. I watched. What did I watch recently? I watched this movie that um, I actually learned about through the Angry Video Game Nerd, who um, you guys may or may not I don't know. know. It's like I've an heard old school of... YouTuber who used to review video games, but he also reviewed like movies and stuff. Okay. And he reviewed this movie called Cemetery Man with Bruce Campbell. No, I've never oh, seen it. Oh, it's so weird. You got to check that movie I out. I love so like, the theater they are. I don't need a plot for my horrors. I'm, I am that, like, you know, I just love, you I, do, I, yeah. I like dumb horrors. I like good, I like any type. It's just I, that. Dude, I love those campy ass old school. <laughs> to me, I give me a camping yeah. group and a, a slasher and a camping uh, trip. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I need in my yeah. life. Yeah. Give me people who are too young for me to watch them fucking, and somebody who's gonna murder them, and I'm down. It's so funny. They even like, the the the, the, uh, the documentary gets into like kids weren't really killed in the beginning and then as it got like you know once people start doing it and then they just kill kids all and the time now it. yeah but like now it's it's a different type of horror movie now it's well, almost yeah, too yeah. much special effects i almost prefer no special effects and more of a plot i agree 
Yeah. I like subtlety and atmosphere. Like, to, like, it can be, it's really easy to make something very creepy and not do a lot. Like, something like The Shining. There's not There's a whole nothing lot of in special effects exactly. in that Exactly. It's all just the atmosphere and the acting. Yeah. And, 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 and what you're thinking is my... The other night. So I was yeah. watching a whole thing on how Jaws was made and all the scares, and they were having so much trouble with the fake shark that Spielberg decided, and it actually worked out, where he gets, like, praise for it, that it's so suspenseful and scary because you don't see the shark. Yeah, right. The yeah. whole time it's either first person, uh, what was it, first person or third person when you're the actor? Yeah, usually the shark is filmed either from like a first person perspective yeah. or like maybe you see it trailing. Yeah, into but the you water, don't. It's just really... the expectation of what's under the water, yeah. and they, he had to do it because they couldn't. Like he wanted the shark in it, and they couldn't do it. And then it worked out. And they said a lot of people do that. Like not showing things can be scarier. Well, think about Cloverfield. Than actually showing it. Yeah. Think you, about a movie like Cloverfield. You know? Exactly, your imagination's scarier. Or like you know, even the remember the like the 1998 Godzilla movie that everyone <laughs> hates now. The whole reason that, was that movie. Dreadful. Oh, it's trash. And as a Godzilla fan, that's my other big nerd out. It's Godzilla. You're a Godzilla movies. guy. Love kaiju. I prefer King Kong. See, I I get why people would feel that way, and I mean King Kong is the American one, but like Godzilla dog. I don't Jack, know. The no, man, I get that it. man, the, Godzilla fucked you up. <laughs> 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 but like the thing is, um, fucking. When that movie came out in 1998, the whole marketing campaign was that they just didn't show what the new Godzilla looked like for basically the whole time. Yeah, the right. It wasn't until like the end. Yeah, it wasn't until the movie the movie was about to come out that you started seeing what it looked like, and the fans started getting angry because why yeah. did people hate that? Because he looked like a dinosaur. Yeah, because it didn't look like Godzilla. Godzilla stands upright, like almost like yeah, a human, like and, straight upright with and he's long tail, he's beefier, uh -huh. and okay. he. Yeah. And the main thing is, this is the main thing that was mad about that I was mad about when I watched it, even though it was like a decade after the film came out, I still watched it and got mad like a fan. <laughs> and like, the main thing is really just, I would have accepted the different look, but the fact is Godzilla is supposed to be fucking indestructible. The army's not supposed to be able to kill him. And he breathes fire. Like, he that's literally, those are his two main powers as, other than being giant, is that like, the army, like missiles and shit does nothing, yeah. like bombs do uh -huh. nothing, and he can literally vaporize you with atomic yeah, breath. Yeah, I always in remember 19, him. Yeah, in 1998. Yeah. Oh and, and he was even kind of stocky. I want my fat Christ. Godzilla, motherfucker. Yeah, no, I want my Godzilla sense. curves. Makes sense. I get it. I'm, I hear <laughs> I'm not a big Godzilla guy, so I don't... But no, I remember, you're but a King Kong guy. I'm a King Kong guy. I love King Kong. Did you like the old ones, like the original ones? Oh, the old ones are best. old ones the best, yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is in, you know, as a fan, like the fact is in 1998, not only did that Godzilla not breathe fire, but at the end, the way they kill him is they just shoot him with missiles. I was like furious. Missiles I was like, ah! of all things. Yeah. He like, could take missiles. Yeah, he could. Fuck, my man could take missiles. <laughs> you right? don't have any nerd my man can fucking like, take things missiles. that you're into. Yeah, what's your biggest nerd out? Like that you don't like you're not into hard. Like and there's nothing that you're like other than sports. I like jersey numbers. <laughs> no, but like, there's nothing that you like. There's no other interest of your like nerd uh, out like that you consider like nerdy. Trying to think, like sci-fi or anything. I like music, but there's no music that's nerdy. Everyone has their own. Yeah, style. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could be like a like a metal nerd. I'm not Definitely like I'm not, like, I'm not like a I'm not like he's a Springsteen nerd. Yeah, I like Springsteen. <laughs> you, um, you should do a guilty pleasure personals about that. <laughs> I I would have I did bread. <laughs> but yeah, you, I got into right. bread. You, you know what my thourdough. thing is. 
I get way into something for like a short amount of time and then I drop it. I'm like, all right, enough with this. Right. They're not you. real like um, they're just like flashes in the pan. Yeah, they're they're a hobby. Like right now I'm learning French. Yeah. You know? Like I've always enjoyed <laughs> these things. How long is that going to last? Another week and a half? But like you don't feel like, oh, I love action movies or I love comedy no. movies. Like even comedy. Like I guess. Yeah, comedy. Do you nerd out about comedy? No, I mean, no, not not even. I mean, I don't know what I nerd out about. Hmm. See, like I have my sports thing that you could say, oh, I'm nerdy because I love all my like I'm obsessive with that. But I also have other things, too, that I'm like, yeah, I know, you mean, I, I, I feel like I'm not. I have like several nerd obsessions. Well, it's <laughs> also different. Like you like you're more you go out and like socialize more where I prefer to stay home and watch yeah. this shit. Hmm. Um, I don't know, man. There's probably some I, I don't know. But I want to look like, like more of a nerd work. than any of us. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not have a nerd obsession? I don't know. I, was, I like candles. Uh, like <laughs> those things aren't like nerd. You know what I'm talking about? You nerding like out. Like looking candles. around my apartment. I, yeah, we're not saying like I lamp. Like audio book. Lamp. Okay. I don't know, man. See, I want to know because he's like, he's the like the stereotypical. He's into metal. He's into horror. Mm-hmm. Like all mm-hmm. that stuff. How'd you get into rap? Rap? Or do you not rap? Like, no, explain I, this to me. So here's what it is with rap. Um, basically, I grew up hating it because of metal and other things. And, like, like, I remember when I was a kid, I was in the car with my cousin once when we were very young. And, like, Eminem was on. And I st- and it was, like, Lose Yourself. And I started rapping to it as, like, a little seven-year-old. And I was like, his yeah. palms are sweaty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my cousin just, like, he was older. He, like, flipped out on me. He was like, hey, you do not like rap. And I was like, I don't I do not like rap. He's like, don't listen to rap. I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> so I was literally, like, made to not like rap. And See, I, I guess you know. It's just weird, like, I guess it was because, like, the same thing. Like, I'm sure the kids who picked on him probably liked rap, right. you know? So that's what happened. Is like, anybody who gets picked on by the kids who liked rap winds up hating rap for a Fair little enough. bit. That so, you sense. know, I was just against it for a while, but then, like, I always liked certain people. Like, I did always like Eminem because my mom used to play Eminem when I was, like, five. Like, in the car, she would have, like, yeah. Eminem. And, like, what, is well, your mom, like, our age? <laughs> no, she's, like, uh, well, she's, like, um, in she's, her, like she's 50s. She's a cool mom? Yeah, she was, right. she was just into that back then, and, I mean, you know, I guess she was, like, in her, like, mid-30s when, like, he was really popping off, so I guess it's not that crazy that she might That's listen funny. to it. Yeah, okay. But, um, yeah, no, I always liked Eminem. I always liked Biggie. I always liked Tupac and, like, the classics, but for the most part, I hated everyone else, you know, and, like, I just grew up very ignorant of it. And then when I got to college, like I said, when I started smoking weed with people, people would just play rap because, you know, I never had the aux because I was a metalhead. <laughs> and I just kind of got Nobody into it. Nobody wanted to listen to right. screaming while you're sitting there getting I high. mean, facts. And I wouldn't have even tried to impose. You know, unless I knew the people were metalheads, I wouldn't be like, hey, would you guys like to listen to some dying fetus while we <laughs> smoke the bong? I would love to. I would love to listen to Infant Annihilator right now, if you guys wouldn't mind him handing me the uh, the aux. What's what's the Bluetooth? <laughs> literally. So I keep the I playlist totally, away from Tom. You know, I went literally. Though, I went into college knowing I was gonna have to deal with it, and then I just kind of got into rap through I love that, that. You, you know, you can go into go. We we'll have to deal with rap guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to deal with hip hop. Nobody's and ever rap. gonna give me the aux. <laughs> I don't get the ne- I'll never have the speaker hook I'll up. never have the Bluetooth password. Yeah. Oh. So Man, I basically right. just kind of started listening to rap that way. And I got into it more. And to be fair, I'm still not that into it. Like, I just like it now. Like, All now, right. like. You don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. Like, if you play any random rapper, I'm totally, it's totally possible that I might think it's awesome. You yeah. know? Like, I'm just more open to it now. But I still don't know a lot about the genre. But 
I had a friend in college who used to love to freestyle with me. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, his favorite activity, this kid. It was, like, we would, like, fucking, we would <laughs> smoke weed, and then we would freestyle. He'd be like, did you want to throw on a beat? Did you want to put on a beat? Do you want to go in? Do you want to go in? And I'm like, I would love to sure, I guess, yeah. And, I'd, and he would put on a beat, and we would freestyle. And I just kind of got into it that way, and I started, like, just for fun writing rhymes. Did you, you write know? rhymes before you wrote jokes? At the same time, I started doing both. So basically, like, I started doing comedy, like, sophomore year of college, and same time as yeah. I started kind of writing rhymes. Arguably, though, I may have started writing rhymes before mm-hmm. because I can't exactly pinpoint when I first started doing either. Co- I think I first started doing comedy in, like, late 2016 because that was the first time I really went on stage at the Creek in the Cave, but that w- and it was, like, winter break for college, so... But I, I wasn't, like, into it yet. Like, I wasn't fully into the scene. But that's really the first moment I walked the on stage. The old creek in the cave. The old creek yeah. in the cave. The fucking Open. Long Island City one, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that smelled like piss. Smelled like piss. <laughs> and pubic hair. That was a good place, man. Yeah. I, had it was, I, had, I have good memories there. But I'll anyway, be in the Austin yeah. one in two weeks, by the way. Nice. Ah, nice, nice. <laughs> good plug. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just got into it that way just for fun. I would write rhymes with my friend. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I wasn't bad. And actually, in... The Gainesville, Florida comedy scene because I went to oh, UF. That's right. you went yeah, to I went to the University of Florida, so that was Gainesville. I was already doing stand up, and this lady named Jen, I forgot her last name. I'm sorry, Jen, I miss you. But uh, she's probably she, listening too. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> she, she's definitely listening. Yeah, she's We're definitely a fan of you guys already. But um, she um, she wanted to produce like a rap battle show. And she was getting rappers from Wait, Gainesville. You were, doing, you were rapping back in, in Gainesville? Well, just listen to how it went down. Because like, okay. what happened was she was like, hey, guys, I'm producing a rap battle show. We have a couple of rappers who are coming out in battle. But I was thinking like I would love to see if some of the comedians would love to try to come rap. You know, just for fun, like it would be a fun thing. Like, you know, it's going to, you know, it's not going to be like heart, mean spirited or anything. And I was, I had already been writing rhymes. So I was like, yeah, I'm down. You know, so I went and like I went up against this kid who actually had like a record out. You know what I mean? And like, it wasn't bad. I, I, I had written some stuff before and I, it wasn't specifically about him. I just wrote battle raps. Yeah. Right. And I, I was not bad for somebody who was literally in no just way, shape, or form the wolves. Rapper. Yeah. I didn't. I did okay. Like people were kind of like, oh. Like, you know, like, <laughs> nice. So, you know, I had fun doing that. And then like, you know, me and my friend who freestyled with me he always talked about like we should make music one day like we should rap and i was like yeah 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 never did it graduated moved back to new york fast forward to like now i meet dom who also loves rap and likes you know is into that stuff and i start freestyling with him and then i meet matt solomon who eventually starts rapping like, m soul future m soul previous uh, guest on the pod the, G, the legend he with was his like, bigness oh, interestingly All enough guys have been guests on the he was doing comedy before he started rapping. Yeah. He was coming to the mics before, back when he like no, none of us knew him, and he was always committed to the bit, like on and off stage, and you can never tell when he was joking. Oh, this that was so funny. I love Matt, but that yeah. was hilarious. Like, but um, he like you know I remember when I went to um I'm in a music video for Rob Hall's band, The Roids. Like I'm in their Christmas song music video. Oh nice. I play Mrs. I love Rob. I play Hall, Mrs. Claus. Do <laughs> yes, that I makes do. Sense. Nice. That, that, that checked out. Yeah, but no, Rob's the Rob's the man. I love Rob. But um, yeah, I'm in the Ro- Roy's music video on the way home. One of the people who was also working on it was driving me. He's like, you know Matt Solomon, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, he's gonna start rapping. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Is he really? He was like, yeah, dude. Like, I already have, like, one of his songs. Like, it's, like, low-key, though. Like, he hasn't dropped it yet. I'm like, let me hear it. And, like, <laughs> he played it. I remember thinking it was mad good. And yeah. I, I, at the time, like, 
Like, if you told me in the car that moment, like, you're going to be rapping with Matt on, like, a couple of his songs and shows in, like, a year's time. Yeah. I would not have believed you, but here we are. Here we you are. You know what I mean? Like, it just kind of worked out that way that I was already interested in, you know, freestyling and writing and found what's it fun. What's your moniker? What's your, what's your rap name? Do you have a, no- a name? Dr. T in the women. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. I thought T. he was going to stop at Dr. Dr. T, T in, the, in women. the women. In the women. In the women. In the women. In the women. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's based off of <laughs> a sh- it's two things. It's based off a show um, that was called Dr. T and the women. It was Can like we redo this podcast and introduce you as Dr. <laughs> T and the women? <laughs> we could edit a new <laughs> intro in if you want. the name of the podcast. Yeah. Dr. T and the women. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it came from that, and then also there's like a Family Guy joke where like Peter says it. You know, oh, really? Have you ever seen the episode where Tom Tucker is like having sex with Peter's mom? <laughs> I mean, not that specific. I think right, I, yeah. I, so, I might have seen it. There's an episode where they're fucking, and Peter wants to break it up. So to <laughs> try to break fucking. it up, he calls them from the kitchen, <laughs> and he says. His mom picks up. She's like, hello. And he's like, uh, hello, this is Tom Tucker's personal physician, Dr. T in the women. Could you tell him his contagious penis cancer medicine is ready? <laughs> that should be the intro to your album. Yeah, literally. That, I could sample that. Absolutely. That yeah. That's, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's I'm a creative guy. That, that exactly. Because I didn't, I didn't know about the TV show, Dr. T and the women. Right, I heard right, it in right. that Family Guy reference. Oh, so you, so know? you heard it in the Family Guy. Yeah, so that's I'm where hurry. I thought of it because I heard it, and I remember one day thinking, like, man, if I ever had to think of a rap name, that would be a pretty good that's rap it. name. And I just went with then, it since then. And then rap. Nailed it. Along. Yep, pretty much. Dude, that's great, man. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't take it seriously. I just do it for fun. Like, I just – I'm not going to not do something just because it's silly, you know, if I find it fun. No, but, dude, I, you know. everybody like, – Hey, live it up. You're yeah. good at it, too, you know? You, well, thank you. you <laughs> you're not bad, so um, – I mean, you know, I just, like – it's, like, I just kind of have an – like, rhyming is easy once you just learn how to do it. Like, because yeah. all you have to do is, like well, – It's like you can say that about anything. Well, yeah, it's just, yeah. like, for once you just realize, <laughs> like, not everything has to, like, you know, not every line has to exactly, like, Rhyme. you know – yeah, like you could get near rhymes and like end rhymes or like middle rhymes, and you know, there's just ways that you could still make a nice flow. Do you, you know? know what? Do you have like a, a line that that of your favorite that you you've written? Do you, do you, would you know that off the top of your head? I don't uh, mean to put you on the spot, but no, like, I could tell is you that's something that you would you would. You well, would yeah, know? I could tell you what my at least my favorite line that I've ever put put out on something. You should do um, a joke and then a rap line, and we figure out which is the joke and which is the rap line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty easy because the rap line would be fire. <laughs> but here, I'll laugh at both of them, though. I had one song with Dom where um, basically it it was like um, we, he found this beat called Clams, which is like the theme is like the uh-huh. – um, you know, the, I don't know if you guys probably haven't watched SpongeBob, but there's like an episode I've with like a giant SpongeBob, clam, yeah. and like <laughs> that was like the cover of the beat. And okay. um, so um, <laughs> we were rapping on it, and I had this one line where I say, I'm not a normal guy. When I get sappy, it's my dick that cries. I'm also high as balls, and that is only because my balls can fly. <laughs> <laughs> right. That might be my favorite line I like I've ever been I do out. like yeah, that. That is good. good. So, what's like, are you, are you planning on recording like. Like like what Matt does, like an album, is that is that in the works? I don't know if that'll ever happen. Honestly, it really depends on like, you know, how into it I want to get. Right yeah. now, I'm totally happy to make songs with Matt, songs with Dom. 
you know, just I like just guest spot stuff. Yeah, guest yeah. spot stuff, features and whatever, and like. But I, the idea of making my own rap album is still very foreign to me. You know, it's still <laughs> kind of like the idea of doing that and actually like taking, like dedicating and working on something yeah. like that. It's not that I couldn't do it. Apparently, I could. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like I don't know if I want to yet. We'll see. You know, anything could happen at this point. I've accepted that anything can fucking happen in let, life, you know? Let life happen to you. That's right. it. Yeah, you know? just take exactly. it as it comes. For all I know, instead of maybe next year I don't make a rap album, but I'm gay. Who knows? You know, you know, well, anything, you know that's <laughs> uh, anything could change. <laughs> listen, you went to college, you became a, a, a rap fan. You never yeah. know what could happen. Exactly. Maybe I go to grad school and I become gay. <laughs> that's what happens. I, listen, nobody would be surprised. <laughs> people, people, oh, really? You became gay? Yeah, that's right. what happens. <laughs> You can t- you can tell us uh, if you if you <laughs> you can come out on the show. We've had a lot of well, guys. Um. <laughs> We've had a lot of people announce a lot of things on this show. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Uh, but I uh, I did mention them earlier, but I do have some picks. You got some picks popping before up before we, and then we'll let you guys do some plugs. Okay. Uh. The first one is that doc I was talking about in Search of Darkness. Mm-hmm. For all my horror fans out there, it is four and a half hours long. I would suggest you watch it as you would a series in pieces. Okay. Like, you know, a little bit at a time. And this is a four-hour thing? Four and a half. Jesus. But I promise you, you'll watch it, and if it's something like, if you're into horrors, you'll love it. Okay. And uh, I watched it one sitting. I was like, yeah, I know. But I was like, I loved it. I enjoy, I enjoyed every second of it. Uh, so that I found it on AMC Plus, which is part of the Apple streaming service. Can but, I get it on Apple? Yeah, but it's like you know one of those add-ons. Oh yeah, okay. It's my favorite add-on that I've ever. I mean, I love it. It's one of the best things. That, AMC Plus has every movie ever. Okay. It's actually something I highly suggest to people. That should be a pick. A chick's pick. Watch just mm-hmm. AMC Plus in AMC general. Plus. Yeah. So that also newer uh, horror movie on Showtime X. Did you guys Showtime see X. this? X. What hear about? Why is there's just too much know. things now? Showtime X. X. No, Showtime is the app. Uh-huh. X is the name of the movie. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was a. No, no, no. The name of the movie is X, X yeah. and it's on Showtime. Dom recommended that one to me. Dom Lamarca. Yeah. Really good. It's a horror where these group of uh, adult film stars. They go to some, like, farm where this old couple is, like, renting out what they call uh, a boarding house. But it's basically like it's, you know, like a a separate house on the farm. Yeah. And what they call a boarding house. Well, well, I don't think of that as a boarding house. Am I wrong? No, you're not. (laughs) But uh, so, yeah, the couple catches them filming this porno and they're, like, disgusted by it. And. Just crazy shit starts happening. I don't want to give two away. There's a lot of people just start getting fucked up. Really? Okay. And, uh, yeah, the couple's just not happy that there's porns being made <laughs> on, on the, in the farm. All right. And it's actually, it was pretty, it was really good. I don't know. I, I, it's All right. No, it sounds X. interesting. And Dom Lamarck also recommended He this? did. He recommended X. He did. All right. That's X, it's really good. That's Dom is a huge horror fan as well. Is he? So, yes, so he, he probably is, knows yeah. all this shit. We I got to talk to Dom. I got to get Dom back on this. Yeah. If you get me and Dom on at the same time, this is a horror podcast. Like, all right. Hey, boom. Well, that's in. <laughs> we yeah. we should have we thought about this. The next and last pick, because I'm just going to keep it in in, uh, in in the same genre, is Sleepaway Camp. I'm going to go with an old school pick, which Sleepaway I normally never do. All right. 
So this movie came I out. I like an old school pick from you. It's in the 80s. It's on Peacock right now, so you can find it. You can find it on the cock. And it's about, <laughs> it's about this dude and his cousin. They're two kids who go to a summer camp. And then all the campers uh, start getting killed. Nobody knows who the killer is. It's real suspenseful. To the point where you're even assuming you know who the killer is. And then the ending, it's, it's known for its ending, this movie. It's one of the greater endings of a horror. That's beautiful. Okay. Very I'm surprise gonna, ending. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I almost I like I like that eighties uh Yeah, it's just a it's a typical eighties slasher, you know, whatever you're thinking is probably yeah, dead yeah. on. And it just it has a phenomenal ending. And it it I saw it on In Search of Darkness because I had my pan and ped. My pen, my yep, pen yep, and yep. pad, mm-hmm. and I was writing down all this shit. All right, I like so it. So those are my three picks. That's on Peacock. <coughs> That's very good. Uh, I like it. Do you have anything? Any any uh, picks that you want to add? Picks? I, yeah. For like, like like like. Well, not anything. Any movies? Any movie? That you just any, watch? any shows sure. that you're watching? I mean, albums. I'll, I'll definitely recommend um, Barbarian. That horror movie. Barbarian. I mean, yeah, I'll say this. I went with my girl. She hated it. So maybe don't bring your girl, fellas. But uh, it yeah. was a good movie. It was definitely interesting. Smile. Not so great, but worth a watch if you like. Okay. A I'm gonna see that movie. It's 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 got. Here's the thing. It's kind of a rip off of that movie. It follows that I described. Oh, right. okay. So, but it's it's okay. And then otherwise, um, yeah, I don't know. I really just don't watch. I don't watch a lot of TV shows. You know, that's yeah. people are always recommending shows like you gotta watch the new Stranger Things. You gotta watch this. You gotta watch Better Call Saul. You gotta, you're, just, like, you're strictly like. I just watch like YouTube videos YouTube and shit. Videos. Whatever comes I've been to mind. A like a lot more YouTube stuff too. I just kind of YouTube is easier on my brain. Like, I don't once you get into YouTube, it's a, like you're in. And yeah. it's also yeah. an easy thing where I don't have to focus on this. I can kind of walk around, do other stuff. And right, it's, yeah. You don't have to dedicate. Be like, this is a show I'm watching. I have to pay attention. You could just be like, oh, I want to watch a video where somebody fucking fights a crocodile. You know, yeah. like anything. <laughs> you know, anything that comes up. Like, Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Now before we end, I wanna I wanna add one quick thing, chick. We're gonna do this is this is new for this episode. We're gonna do uh we're, we're gonna list a couple things we're grateful for in our <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you to start. Is I'm not starting. No, all right. Well I'll start then. I am grateful. I'm this is um I think it's good. He's doing this because I was miserable for two days and he's right. making me say this. <clears throat> and I think okay. it's I think it's good. <laughs> I try to wake up every morning and I I I, I Think about things in my life that I'm grateful for. Right. And it just sets me off the right way. You know, it does. Mm-hmm. Because because a lot of times we don't think of things that we're grateful for. You know, we kind of just go about our day. And you got you to gotta sometimes think about the important stuff in your life, right? Does that make sense for sure. you? Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so the three things that I'm grateful for, Chick, I'm grateful for this podcast. I'm so grateful to have it. <laughs> we have made it 200. <laughs> how many episodes? 226. That's been going an accomplishment. For a while. That's an accomplishment. It I'm is. grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. The second thing I'm grateful for, the second thing I'm grateful for is um, I have a roof over my head. You know, I can't complain. It might. I think it's raining out there. I'm not wet. I'm grateful <laughs> for that. Third thing I'm grateful for is the naughty boys had me on their house. I was, uh, <laughs> on the, I was on the, 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 the naughty house podcast, and I'm grateful to be on that podcast. Uh, you can listen to the last uh, week's episode, and, and you'll find me on there. Tom, is there anything that you're grateful for? Um, 
Well, you know what? I'm grateful that you guys had me on your show. Well, 220 we episodes. We're grateful that you're here. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's very nice to be here. Um, I'm grateful because I just bought a razor and I haven't shaved my pubes in like four <laughs> oh months. I'm very what kind grateful. of razor does somebody very. like you buy? Oh, no, I literally bought like a razor for your head. You're a hairy man. Dude, it's like a forest down there. Honestly, <laughs> if I could, I would take a chainsaw to it, but yeah. you know, I'm just not that confident. <laughs> All right. It would be quicker, though. That's great. <laughs> and I'm, uh, you know, yeah, I'm great. Same thing as you. You know, I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head and a job and friends and and that, uh, yeah, that I'm not in the Ukraine or Russia right there now. You I'm go. grateful for all these things. <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> grateful. You gotta be grateful for that. Chick, what are, you, are you grateful for some things? I am grateful that the uh, NBA season just started yeah. and my New York Knicks are back. There you go. I'm grateful for the Giants being 6-1. and one. Look mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm grateful. Uh-huh. <laughs> thinking this is tough <laughs> this is what am i grateful for you grateful for pasta i'm grateful for my for my family there i'll you go, go that I'll you go have a great route. family you should be grateful for them yeah and you know what i'm sure they're grateful for you too <laughs> i fucking hate you so <laughs> much. oh god i love you chick i am the only gra- this last part we dedicate to pat ton yeah, <laughs> 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 oh man, guys! If you made it this far, we really appreciate you, yes. and we're grateful for you. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, do you have any shows coming up that you want to plug? Um, right now, I don't have anything in the pipeline. Sorry, gotta, the sorry to my fans. You on the show? Uh, not yet. No, oh, I don't wow. know what's up, huh? Nick and John. You'll get on there. You'll Interesting. On there. Uh, I'm sure they'll invite me eventually. Maybe. All right. May if John trusts me in his house. A lot of times, <laughs> people invite the adult babies, but you know, only one baby. Only gets one invited. baby. <laughs> <laughs> that only one. one of the babies. Yeah. <laughs> Not the twins. He's not <laughs> grateful for that. I'm yes. not grateful for that. <laughs> I wouldn't be. <laughs> I'll but be um, in Huntington next week at the Snickers show at uh, Industry. I think it's called Industry. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It's a Brandon LaCruba and Dom, Dom LaMarca show. So, uh, mm. uh, And I'll be wearing costume. I'll be dressed in costumes. There you go. You want to see me? I will say this. Follow me on, if you want to follow me on social media, Instagram, uh, at Tom.Crescenzo. That's C-R-E-S-C-E-N-Z-O. Maybe I will start posting some content and shows yeah, in the future. Not? Let's get some Maybe. content out of Yeah, yeah I got to start shitting out some content. Well, we'll, we'll definitely put that uh, out there for you and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get ready because the yeah. adult babies fans are coming. Oh, yeah. You know? I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited well, for thank the ravenous you for coming on. It's actually, it's been a pleasure. This thank was you. fun, right? This was a good time. This was, I'm this glad was, I did it. I, I, that's all. I, I just wanted him to be glad. But you <laughs> knew I was going to be fine right off the bat. I know, but you know what? Once I saw, once I saw, like, you're just, he was in such a miserable mood. And then once I see him. <laughs> that whole ending of this show is dedicated to a group chat that we're on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's, he was so miserable. And then, like, in the middle of the podcast, watching him relate to you and all your i'm like see this guy could talk to anybody he could figure yeah, it out. yeah. it's just you, you're the best chick you really <laughs> oh, are. Shut the fuck all right guys if you made it this far <laughs> thank you for listening thank you so much